Hello, everyone. This is at look. You see, there was a problem there. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 18th, 2020. Strong hand. Golden age of the 2020s. Having hype. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Be in motion, people. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Seriously, a lot of people aren't doing that today. One day closer to an all-time high. Hey, man, this is your home for a Bitcoin insider information. I am offended by selling even if you're some hottie out there. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about that. Hello, my elite friends. I did this beginning, this opening a little slow because there have been some odd technical issues. There weren't any there, there, there weren't any yesterday, but I'm just monitoring something a little differently. Uh, so uh, remember, if you have questions, I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister below, or you can do a super chat. This Friday... This week in Bitcoin will be at 5 p.m. Eastern time. That's New York, Baltimore time, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Andy Hoffman will be. So if you're watching this and it's not live, play it at 2x. As I am talking, uh, I'm not talking that fast right now because I'm, again, monitoring the uh, technical situation with uh, lovely YouTube. Okay. But hey, this is where the big boys play. I will open with this statement here. Ordinary Germans were not wholly one. Mass of Germans did nothing to stop any of this. Civil courage was in short supply in a country, something that's going on right now. We will resist. Defiance over compliance. Don't be afraid. Something is not right. You speak up or you end up with what they ended up with which wasn't very fun. Now, uh, I want everybody uh, to check out below. Retweet my uh, my wild uh, two-minute video linked to below. People have been retweeting it. It's about the current event situation intertwined with Bitcoin. Uh, been getting some good reviews of it. So thank you very much for those who've already retweeted it. A great way to support the show. And also, watch yeah, yesterday's show. I got a little loud in the middle of it. Uh, on yesterday's show, there was a, you know, sometimes you can get a little uh, emotional or whatever. And I, I raised my voice, and someone was impressed that I did not curse. Well, come on, come on now. I got self control. I've got, I got some self control. I didn't curse, but apparently I got close to cursing uh, toward the middle of, of yesterday's show. But hey, remember, no scapegoating people. Crypto Beacon 77 said, accumulate while others capitulate. Strong hand 2020. Man, you left that in my comment section. I loved it. I loved it, dude. Accumulate while others capitulate. And uh, a lot of us did that, didn't we? Okay. Taval Dakris is in the house from Canada where... Uh, the Canadian dollar is uh, quickly losing value to the, United, the U.S. dollar. Sorry, haven't been here for a few days. Are all your travel plans canceled? Well, uh, 
a lot have been changed. Uh, obviously, I couldn't go to San Francisco. They refunded me that. I'm working on the Israel thing, uh, seeing what's going to happen. That doesn't look promising. Doesn't look promising going to Europe. Uh, but I'm getting back to Baltimore on April 6th, if all goes well. Uh, after Baltimore. My, it, it's not going to be Europe and Israel, it looks like, uh, for a little while at least. All right, but thank you, Taval Dockers, for the question. I, I'm in motion. I, I, um, I'm going to be on the road. At, at I mean, I'm in L.A. now, so. Okay, lovely LA. I'll be running soon. It's beautiful out there today. It is beautiful. People say stay the F in. Oh no, Adam Meister's and stay the F in. Adam Meister stays in motion. I will be running. And I hear from banged against the wall. Stock market gains now at the same level as when uh, the president got inaugurated. Bitcoin is up 10x since his inauguration. It's easy to value your wealth in Bitcoin with that uh, perspective. Of course. 2032, you say? Of course, 20. We say strong hand 2020. All right, man, but we're in 2020 and it's paid off quite nicely if you had a strong hand since uh, I've been yelling about it in, in 2016. All right, but thank you for the comments. And we are one day closer to an all time high. And yes, you just described panic coin, but apparently American panic coin is better than Canadian panic coin these days. And speaking of Canada, here is a story I think everyone should be really happy about. Uh, so if you're in Canada, you're, you're mining oil and natural gas and whatever. Price is going down. It's bad. It is bad. But Steve Barber, who's been on the show before, who sells Bitcoin miners to people who have uh, who mine oil and, and the natural gas comes out and they they use it to, to mine Bitcoin. All right. So they're drilling the oil, the natural gas comes out, they turn it into Bitcoin with these special miners. And he's been selling a lot of them lately. We are officially in the worst oil and gas market in the history of Canadian oil. Uh, another Canadian oil and gas company decided to hedge their bets. Two Omni minis shipped this morning, start up Friday. So, hey, man, those dudes are in motion. They see their industry is a little down. Time to diversify into Bitcoin. Turn those, keep on uh, drilling. They, they're, they're drilling that oil still, but now they're using the, the, the gas to turn into Bitcoin because they're not able to sell their oil for as much. So this is great for Bitcoin mining. It's great. Uh, oil markets, gas markets do bad. People find ways to turn that into Bitcoin, to mine Bitcoin. Up in Canada, Steve Barber, you are an entrepreneur. You're in motion. You created something that clearly is going to be in demand in, in, in such a, a market uh, that we're currently living in. All right. Ooh. Now, moving on. Uh, the, yesterday, I said uh, – I want to make a clarification if it wasn't clear yesterday. The – United States of America, your taxes, filing your taxes are still due on April 15th. You do not have to pay them taxes. And you got to check out if your state is delaying it. I believe the state of Maryland uh, is, is delaying uh, payment, but filing will still be uh, – do, do your own research. There are 50 states out there, dudes. Can't go, go over all of them. But wanted to clear that up. I, I linked to that below. Hey, man, it, as I said yesterday, I, I hope to Hashem that you did not sell your Bitcoin in 2018 and you have to write the government and, and you only held it for less than a year, excuse me, 2019, 
and you only held it for less than a year, and now you have to pay short-term capital gains tax to, to the U.S. government, ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. Value your wealth in Bitcoin, man. But there'll be plenty of people doing it, but they won't have to write their check until July 15th. All right, but they'll have to file on still on April 15th, by April 15th. So here's a reminder, people, vacation, even if some hot uh, bikini girl on YouTube tells you to. And I'm going to share with you a quote, and I, I link to the tweet of this lady below, and you should look at all the simps just cheering her on in the thread. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's let's read what uh let us read what blockchain chick had to say. I bought silver today with Bitcoin. Oh my god. Oh my. God. Oh my. I felt the need to diversify. Oh god. Oh god. A little more, especially with silver prices at $2. Thanks. Thanks Mike Maloney for the help. Ooh. So she did a lot in that tweet. She even mentions a doomer, you know, to get his attention. So he retweets it and everything, or I mean, or to make the uh, the silver simps that follow her like even more. Uh, oh, she mentioned silver. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, dudes, stick with your plan here. Give up your precious Bitcoin for silver when, when Bitcoin has just gone down. And, and I mean, you could have get it's. No, this is not the time to sell your Bitcoin for anything. So I am offended by, I am offended by this in, on many, many different levels. Now, of course, uh, the simps in the thread, personal responsibility is new counterculture. Again, you can enjoy the, you know, enjoy what you're going to enjoy, but who get, getting on that silver train and turning your Bitcoin into silver now. Ah, oh God. No way. I mean, why would anyone even want to touch silver, period? I mean, we've been through this a million times. But, yes, I'm offended by selling. And, yeah, I, I, Mike Maloney, what a doomer. I mean, he's been predicting the end of the world for some time now, I guess. So, yeah, bikini babe, Mike Maloney, you got it all there, I guess. Silver simps. We're in a t clearly a time of panic out there when, when things like this are being uh, crazed. All right. But hey, personal responsibility is new, new counterculture. And silver, is, sil is silver the future in, in this technology world? No, it's not. Not at all. Not at all. I'm offended by silver. Pound that like button. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So a lot of people say that this is, a, I, I hope I don't say that we're in a crisis. We're in a, an emergency. No, 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 no. We are in a manufactured panic. It's a manufactured, everything that has to, we're not in a crisis or an emergency. Everything that has to deal, everything dealing with the virus is a manufactured panic. It's a manufactured panic. No need for all this. All right, Taval Dacre sent me five Canadian dollars, which are quickly going down in value. I think they just went down in value in the two seconds since he sent it. If you go, mm, I wonder why. <laughs> Good, good observation there, Taval. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing. Of course, that if I had silver that right now, I'd want as much Bitcoin as possible for it. Oh my, uh, I'd be trying to. Yeah, of course, I'm not in such a ridiculous position to have that. Whatever that is, that metal that it's not not very rare. And as you can see, despite even though like all the eighty percenters are in panic mode. 
Are they go? Are they using silver to trade? How huh? how huh, big silver guys? I mean, are, do the, are the people out there in LA or wherever you are? Are they? Uh, are, no, they're getting dollars out of the bank. It's it's still pretty easy. And uh, no, they're they're not like getting into their silver reserves now. Got to go to the ninety nine cent store. They're going to accept silver there. Yeah, go go to the ninety nine cent store and see what the silver gets you. Okay, you'll probably get arrested or something. <laughs> the way everyone's such a tattletale. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think people should. My personal never know. So you might try to pay with your silver, and someone informs on you for doing something that's not illegal, and then you get arrested. And uh, who knows what happens at that point? But yeah, we're living in an informant in the time when in, being an informant is. Uh, it's cool to be an informant. It's cool to be a victim in 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 eighty percent of our land. Fitting in, fitting in is overrated because being an informant is the one of the lowest things you can be. Now, all right. So what do we what do we have here? I hope I'm contributing to the stop the panic hashtag here. I, I'm I'm trying to stop the, the, the manufactured panic. It's the manufactured panic. People are worried that the people aren't going to be manufacturing as much. Well, there's a lot of panic being manufactured. All right, and, and another reminder, market-ticker.org. Carl Denninger was on fire again today. A great source. I'm gonna keep on giving out these great sources to calm people down where people use logic and reason still you know, there's there's not much logic and reason out there but i i am sharing places uh and it's link i have a lot of links below today people there's a lot seriously um there's so many links below i couldn't even give a full summary so please check them out so coin deck uh well before we go on i support the netherlands uh the dutch they embrace the herd immunity strategy and you know, telling the old people to and the sick people to lock themselves up. England was going to do that, but then they cuck'd out. Apparently, I hope the Dutch can continue to do this. I hope they have a strong hand. And apparently, they're trying a different strategy than uh, the whole entire world, which is like, you know, everybody lock everybody lock yourself off. Every even the healthy people lock yourself off. That strategy. But we're gonna get into that in a second. Don't worry. Some of you have come to. Some of you have come to discuss uh, or to hear about the current event situation, and we'll get into that more. But I do want to say that CoinDesk actually has a good article today. <laughs> well, something must be going on. The world is changing. Ah, if CoinDesk has a good article. It's about the uh, Steam community plans hostile hard fork to flee Justin Sun's Steam it. All right. Well, what's this all about here? Am I about to get... If I have some uh, Steam, because I get Steam for free, I would never buy Steam. You don't buy something you get for free. But if I get this Steam for free, because I put, and right now, this is this video that you're watching right now is posted on my Steam it site, Bitcoin Meister. Well, apparently, uh, apparently, there's going to be a new site where all of our articles are going to get forked onto, and all of our Steam will be there, but it won't be Steam anymore. Yes, Steam is forking. These people don't like Justin Sun. The blockchain for bloggers Steam is moving to high.io. Okay, more, more competition for uh, social media cryptocurrency. Okay, I, that's cool with me. It's not hurting me. Coindesk has learned the hostile hard fork is scheduled for Friday. Oh, my God, so soon. But, yeah, it's a crypto dividend for Steam. If you held Steam, you're getting a crypto dividend, some hive thingamajiggy. All right. 
in, in terms of Steam token supplies, the developers will take a snapshot of all the wallets at some point, then allocate the same token volume to all the wallets on the new chain. Everyone with tokens on Steam, oh, that was, I said that with a Baltimore accent, didn't I? Pound that like button. On Steam will also have tokens on the new chain. That is except for Steemit wallets controlled by Sun's Tron Foundation. Basically, the Forks developers will make a copy of the blockchain, which has the unique characteristic of carrying in its copies of all the blog posts that people have written to date. So I think this is very interesting because I think long term, Justin, so they're all leaving Steemit. But I think Justin Sun is going to be able to do well with Steemit and boost the steam price so these guys these guys and, and turn it into the tron or something i don't know what the heck he's going to do okay but it's a very interesting experiment uh and uh so these guys though at their new chain i think they're going to have what they had before but maybe or maybe worse but maybe better we'll, we'll see if they're new so they predict that a lot, a lot of them are going to be dumped. A lot of these hardcore people are dumping their steam. They, they say as soon as the fork happens. But right now, today, steam in altcoin land was the biggest winner in the top 100. A lot of people are hearing this and they, they're buying steam. So they get this other coin for free. Also, this is the way of the uh, crypto dividend system. One thing that is interesting is the, the, the new, the new uh, chain they're going to change the distributed proof of stake system so there can't be like a Justin Sun type of takeover again. All right. Very interesting experiment. Now, there is some there is a drug out there, and I mentioned this before, that fights malaria. It's called hydro hydroxychloroquine. Okay. And I linked to a tweet below by a guy named Gregory Rigano, who uh, is, he went to Hopkins at one point and follow this guy. Okay. This is another guy and that you should, you should know about in this uh, current event situation. Now it's funny, this malaria drug, which is a cheap malaria drug, it combined with something else or it alone might be all that people who get this virus need to not have the virus anymore. So instead of shutting down the world economy, we just might need to give this to people. <laughs> and it's just amazing. So, uh, I suggest everyone retweet this tweet. He says, I am co-author of the original paper. And, uh, and uh, what's his face? Elon Musk actually retweeted this. Uh, was just on television discussing HCQ, first well-controlled study against the virus. 600 milligrams of HCQ per day after six days, 90% of the patients tested negative. 96% of the control group tested positive after six days. So it worked. He says DM or send an email to his email at johnshopkins.edu. Um, so follow him. He also, they also have a trial. 
again, this is not a government trial. These are guys on their own trying to solve this issue. This is the free market. I love it. It's uh, covidtrial.io, and it's linked to below. You can read more. He's in motion, and he says, we're an independent group of scientists and physicians working on an open data clinical trial for the prevention of the virus through the use of hydro, again, I can't pronounce it, in combination with other therapeutic agents. Well, wow, that is great, dude. You're not shutting down the whole economy. You're, you're actually <laughs> you know, trying to get rid of this uh, virus and good for you. Good solution there. Very, very good Come to the anatomy of a doom tweet here. Someone tweeted this out and this sounds so scary, doesn't it? And I, we're going to rip this apart and you're going to see how to be calm and how to be logical. Mid forties, New York city marathon runner debilitated from the virus infection. Okay. And you'll see that 7,000 people retweeted that thing because they're such doomers and gloomers because it sounds scary. Oh, a guy who runs marathons in his 40s is debilitated by this? Oh, you see it's affecting young, healthy people, isn't it? Now, in his tweet, he says, if you actually read it, a bit about me. I'm a generally healthy 44-year-old male. Oh, wow. Oh, God, that sounds so scary. He got sick. 153 pounds. Surely less now. He says he's 5'7", no drugs, rarely drinks, no health conditions other than exercise-induced asthma, which I manage with an inhaler. And when I read that, I just laughed out loud, that last part. And then I did read some of the thread below it, and people pointed out like, dude, you have asthma. You have a health condition. I mean, you can run marathons. That's awesome. But you do have one of the health conditions that <laughs> makes you susceptible to this. So to call this guy, you know, totally healthy, you know, have you ever watched a marathon before people? I've watched a marathon. I've seen people run in marathons. You could be obese, actually, not morbidly obese, but you could be obese and train for a marathon and run a marathon overweight. I've seen people do that. Um, and so the same people who remain obese, you know, oh, look, I ran a marathon. It's so great. And then they go back to their ways. Um, they're, they're susceptible to this too. So they could have been a marathon runner also. Now this guy, can, I mean, it's, it's sad. He has asthma. He can't control. I mean, it's, and most people don't even tell the truth. Like this guy did. I give this guy credit. He said, you know, I've got asthma. I've got, he calls it, uh, he, what's he call it? Uh, running induced asthma or something like that. Uh, exercise induced asthma, but still that that's a, that's a thing. That's a thing. And maybe it's because he's in his forties. <laughs> I mean, 40 isn't, I mean, it's once you get everyone getting older is going to have issues in their lives. Um, so just want to point that out. So, so people don't freak out when they see headlines like that mid forties, NYC marathon runner debilitated. From And just like you think, well, I'm in my mid-30s and I, I run a lot. Oh, my God, this could happen. Do you have asthma? No. Okay. then. But if you have another pre-existing condition, yeah, um, you're, you're prone to this. But don't – that's one of the things – one of the worst things about this whole panic is the people who just retweet blindly the, these headline-grabbing clickbait nonsense. 
that isn't that really isn't true. That it really isn't true. You try people paint, oh, it's young, healthy people too, but then you, you find out they were vapors, or you found you find out all these things about them. There's there's usually a backstory why a, a, a young, healthy person uh, got sick. Okay, because they're not really healthy. I want to say that uh, people out there in panic, in, in the Bitcoin panic land, like to say, oh, Bitcoin could go to $100. Bitcoin could go to a thousand. Bitcoin could go below $1,000. And these, these theories do not take into account the, the back up the truck scenario. Okay. And that it can only go so low in terms of fiat for you, fiat freaks out there. It can only go so low until. Wealthy people freaking back up the truck and get as much of it as possible. And Vinny Lingham talked about this at the South African Bitcoin conference that I was at in 2015 when people were like, well, it might go to $50. And he's like, dudes, I know a lot of people in Silicon Valley, they will back up the truck if it goes to 100. And of course, it never even got close to 100. It, it got to like 175 for a second or something like that. And it bounced. So it, it appears now that when this thing gets into the 3000s, it people back up the truck. It only it it got into the three thousands the other day, and then boom, it went back up. Individuals, you know, saw. I mean, freaked out and bought it. Freaked out in a good way. It just you see, people don't understand this. It just is not going to magically go to a thousand dollars. I mean, we just saw it the other day. It just doesn't magically go there. Just like people were saying in 20, 2015, it's going to go to fifty dollars. There's a point when there are buyers out there that just buy. Okay. It's just there is a back up the truck moment, and people don't realize this. So they scream this nonsense about well, a thousand. They make these predictions, but they don't. There is a line. There is a line in the sand. And dude, of course, I would be backing up my freaking truck <laughs> again if it gets back into the three thousands. Uh, but how, how, I don't see how it's you know the, the truck would be backed up a long time before. It gets into a thousand is, is what I'm saying. All right. Chunk a dunk says Bitcoin Meister. I watch the marathon every year. There are a lot of unhealthy and overweight people who run the marathon. Yes. Yeah. I, I got to say something about this. The marathon is a one-time event. And I, and another thing you do know, there are some people that drop dead after a marathon too. People that are relatively healthy. Now, do you know why this is? Because once you get over 20 miles, you start to damage your heart, but once you you recover afterwards and the, the damage goes away, but there's a period of time when you have weakened the heart. This is why I don't run marathons. It is not a it is not the healthiest of exercises. So some people train for it, then they do it, and uh, you know a lot of a lot of people like to put it you know on, on their bucket list or whatever they did it, et cetera, et cetera. But can these people sustain? a healthy lifestyle for, you know, a two year period. And my guess is there are quite a few people who run marathons who cannot do, who aren't li truly living a healthy lifestyle. You can train for a marathon and, you know, eat bread and, and, and eat so and drink soda and, 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 and just live a really, and, and be damaging your body and still be able to run a marathon. So all these people saying they're a marathon runner because they ran, ran where, you know, there is, there is a virus, a new virus that's out there. There's risk involved, but people are just like, we have to, we have to shut down the whole economy because there's risk involved. All right. Uh, Bitcoin Meister, you hit the nail on the head, says Chunkathunk. So thank you. Thank you. I, I try to try to aim. Uh, I try to 
hit the nail on the head. You know, it's, I got to tell you something. Do you guys ever walk by a construction site and you see those uh, workers who may have come from another country? That's their business using the nail gun and ever get a little worried <laughs> they're going to mess up and just shoot the nail gun out into the open and it's going to end up in your brain. I, I, I don't like walking by construction sites when I see those little dudes with their nail guns just nonchalantly shoot it. Hey, it's just my thing. But hey, that's the thing. When you walk outside and you walk by the uh, the Los Angeles construction site, it's a risk. You, you, there's risk everywhere, dudes. There's risk everywhere. Should we shut down all uh, uh, construction sites because nail guns sometimes uh, they aim wrong? Well, according to the new world uh, way we're living, yeah, we should. Okay. Now, pound that like button, people. And yeah, I want to praise all the people of the world that are that are non-compliant people. Okay, uh, you are you're doing it. You're doing well. You're doing well for the world. You are not you're not victims, and you're speaking up. So I might praise to all the people who are defiant and uh, have a strong defiant hand. Okay, in theory, some companies might not make it through this manufactured uh, event that we're uh, we're living through the manufactured panic. Shutting down, shutting down the world, and that's really unfortunate, and that leads to a lot of stock uncertainty. Okay, because these dudes who buy stocks, they don't know which companies are going to be around when things get back to normal. Now, put that in perspective. You know that Bitcoin is going to exist in 2021. Okay, will Boeing exist in 2021? Will Carnival exist in 20? Will some of the airlines exist in 2021? And they're all asking for bailouts, so you think they would, but you know they let the, the other time when we had a financial panic was in two thousand and two thousand nine. Lehman Brothers didn't get bailed. One, it was Lehman Brothers, right? They didn't get bailed out. They died. So you don't know of the group of stocks that are out there, all these big companies, which one is going to be the Lehman Brothers that doesn't get bailed out. You, you, you don't know. You know, but you do know. You do know that Bitcoin is going to be there in 2021. And this is something people, maybe some people are going to wake up to this in the traditional markets. Like, am I going to gamble on the stock market now or should I get into Bitcoin? It's an interesting perspective. I was thinking about it when I was running, I think, but I don't know when I was thinking about it. Maybe when a lot of ideas come to me when I'm running. If that's why it's good to run. Helps, there's a, helps the lungs too. All right. Now, I am glad I don't have a phone after I read this tweet by Matt O'Dell. The U.S. government is in active talks with Facebook, Google, and a wide array of tech companies and health experts about how they can use location data gleaned from American phones to combat the virus. <laughs> oh, my. They want to spy. <laughs> They're straight up saying, we need to spy on you. Uh, we need to spy on Americans. Private companies, please give us some information. It's for the health of everyone. And people are, be are begging for this type of thing. They're begging for no privacy, okay, to be monitored and to be reported on for the good of the common good. Uh, if, if, if please report on people that you that are supposed to be at their houses, if they're not at their houses, you know, tattletale on them, be an informant, be a fear monger galore. 
What, what, a, what a world. What a world. So I, I think some people are like, oh, that's good. Yes, Google, spy on us. We want the federal government to and, and Google to get together to spy. That sounds like a cool thing. Some people are saying here says Bitcoin Meister. We are experiencing an oil price war. Yeah, we are. And a global debt war with China. Not not a victim. Good. Bought some more Bitcoin. Pounded. Dude, you're awesome. You are not a victim. Anyone who bought more Bitcoin is not a victim. And uh, yeah, this oil price thing. Hey, if you're actually driving, uh, you're going to get some cheap gas soon. So there, there's a positive. If you're in the state of Texas, well, there's going to be some unemployment even after the, uh, the, the virus panic ends. Or if you're in North Dakota. But hey, repurpose some of the stuff. Mine Bitcoin with it, okay? Uh, what do we have here? Oh, and I want to say the law enforcement officers that are going to enforce the, these this no privacy edicts and all these unconstitutional stuff out there. I think a lot of them are, are power hungry people. They, oh, the government told me to do this. It's totally uh, unconstitutional, but I'll, I'll do it. I'll lock people in their houses. I'll spy on them. And you, you dudes, I, I, you should resist. You should not do your job. You should quit. You shouldn't do something that's unconstitutional. You, it, it's you know, I was just following orders. Didn't didn't work in the 1940s uh, so well. We, we referenced that at the beginning. Just following orders, eh, that's no excuse, dude. And if you just follow orders and you and you, you participate in this stuff, some of you guys, and you, you think it's funny that you're de-anonymizing people, well, you guys aren't anonymous either. And you will be remembered. The, the, the people, it's easy to figure out who these dudes are, okay? You're not above the law. If, if you're in law enforcement and you can be, people will remember your names. And when it's all over, they'll, 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 they're, they'll de-anonymize you and say where you live and stuff. So, you know, don't, don't, I, I, you know, don't, don't follow uh, unconstitutional orders is all I, I've got to say. Uh, the dollar. Oh, here we go. Vinny Lingham has a very interesting uh, unscientific poll out there. If you had to move your cash into only one of the following fiat currencies and hold for the next 12 months, which would it be? U.S. dollar one at 54%, euros 15%, pound sterling 12%, and Japanese yen actually came in second at 18%. And it just shows you that uh, they even during this time of manufactured panic, uh, the dollar has the strongest story. It just People believe in the dollar, uh, no matter what, no matter what, over the other ones. It's the best of the worst. It's the best of the fiats out there. So it will, it will remain the uh, world reserve uh, fiat currency. But Bitcoin is the world reserve cryptocurrency. Pound that like button. Again, I link to Amashadalja, a word, a word of wisdom, a world of... Uh, a voice of wisdom out there. Let's see what we have here. We got uh, survival bros said Bitcoin master Meister B cash has the tilted logo like your shirt. Well, this isn't B cash. This is Bitcoin. So, I mean, I don't, this Bitcoin is the Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Is one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin, one B cash. I mean, What's, what's that equal? 3% of a Bitcoin? 
Well, at least it's more than BSV. Pound that like button. All right. So, uh, I mean, you got to take a positive spin on some things out there. Uh, and, and you see, BSV is, again, the example of just blind followers. I mean, we're seeing in America right now or in the whole world, like, big, powerful leader tells you to do something totally irrational. Do it. And, uh, well, that's what BSV is all about. Like, for the people who buy that stuff, my Lord. Whew. I don't know what to say, but here we go. D drug addiction does exist. Terrorism does exist. Mass immigration does exist. To politicians and bureaucrats will save you from one of the above. You are a gullible idiot. That is from Giacomo Zucco. But yeah, there's a lot of gullible idiots out there. I mean, there's a lot of people who buy BSV. Come on. Uh, and it's... Uh, <laughs> hey... There was something else I was going to say about that. Now I forgot. Now, uh, what do we have here? What do we have in the chat? Who's, who's over there? Survival bros. Okay, good. Uh, oh, yeah. I praise the people who were out on Bourbon Street the other night and who were out on the beaches. But, I mean, people are freaking out, like trying to shame people that are out on beaches. Beaches? I mean, come on, dudes. There's ultraviolet light. You're not going to get sick on a beach. The people who are trying to shame them are just pathetic, pathetic people or informants. And just, hey, and that's what I was going to say about BSV. They're informants too. Whenever something goes wrong, they're like, we'll sue you. We're going to tell them the government on you because we don't like you. You've got, if people deal with uh, deal with drugs on our blockchain, we're going to tell them them. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. But again, this is in the real world too. So uh, in, in, people are trying to inform on people who went to a beach. It's, it's unbelievable. So I love being in the Bitcoin overlay where I can, I can say how ridiculous that is. Like you're trying to shame people for being on a beach where they're not going to get sick, where there's ultraviolet light. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Strong hand 2024. All right. 54 days until the Bitcoin halving. That is linked to below bitcoinblockhalf.com. Francis in a, uh, in Canada, who's been on the show before, of course. He said, this is about the halving. This is good. He's proactive. He's in motion. He's 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 spreading the halving hype, and you should too. He says, Bitcoiners and Bitcoin companies need to send press releases to all the local news outlets, TV, and radio stations. Announce the halving news. Give your analysis on how it will impact macro events. Provide quotes. Offer to be interviewed. Media coverage doesn't happen by magic. You're right, dude. You're proactive. You're in motion. Good job. So CNN even – in a CNN, this is a CNN article. Even they, you know, they're like the big home of fake news. They admit this, the following. They say this. Here's what we know about the 100 people who died in the United States from the virus. The majority of people who have died were in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. The youngest were in their early or mid-50s. Many lived in nursing homes or other facilities. The deadliest cluster so far has been linked to a nursing home in Kirkland, Washington. More than 20 people who lived there and someone who visited the facility have died. People who lived in other long-term care facilities in Washington, Florida, and Kansas contracted the virus and died. Many had other health problems. 
Diabetes, emphysema, and heart problems were among the pre-existing conditions that some people suffered before they were diagnosed with the virus. Guys, there it is for you. Don't follow the herd panic. It's old people and sick people dying from this. They should not go out. They should take personal responsibility. Come on. So the stock market crashed again today, but Bitcoin didn't. So again, uncorrelated. Again, we're into uncorrelated territory. We're back to what it was. All the people that are screaming, why is Bitcoin correlated with stocks? It's not. All right. Big, uh, he who has ears says Bitcoin Ma Ma Meister. The government is airdropping panic coin <laughs> crypto dividends. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. If you've got a social security number, then you're getting a panic coin crypto dividend. <laughs> All right. Bitcoin, and uh, Survival Bros says, Bitcoin Meister, Bitcoin tokens showed up on Coinbase. Know anything about this coin? Hugs. Cameron. Well, I, I don't exactly know what you're talking about there. Uh, but... Uh, you can buy Bitcoin on Coinbase. Yes, nothing wrong with that. You can elaborate a little bit on what you were trying to say there. I, I, maybe I'm missing something. Uh, oh, what do we have? Oh, so yeah, follow my Twitter feed at TechBall, by the way. I am retweeting guys who are rational, who are not panicking. I'm, I'm adding to the stop the panic, okay? And here is someone who's controversial, but to me, Bill Mitchell. And he, he loves Donald Trump. That's his personal business, whatever, dude. But I like some of the things this guy has to say. Uh, history will look back on the virus pan pandemic uh, of 2020 and the, mo and the most ridiculous – wait a second. People will look back at the pandemic of 2020 and the most ridiculously overblown global freakout in history. Uh, you know why stocks are cratering not because of the sick and dying and loss of workers. It is 100% from the panic. He is right. He is absolutely right. It's not because people are dying and they're sick that everything's cratering. It's because people are panicking and not thinking about who is going to get sick, all right, who can get sick. So uh, it, it, I think uh, when people look back, yeah, it will appear to be the most ridiculously overblown global freakout in history. So far, it definitely is. Uh, for years, government experts repeated the same line about the food pyramid, and people followed that ridiculous food pyramid. They ate bread and just nonsense, grains, and people died. People got sick. People got diabetes, okay? Now they, got, they became overweight. Now we're supposed to believe the government's recommendations again. I mean, they've been wrong about health before. So now we're supposed to say, well, they're telling me to just lock myself up. Clearly, they're right about health. And, and so much of life appears to be uh, so-called experts just reacting, repeating one another without thinking in order to fit in and be deemed an expert. So you've got someone who says they're an expert. They repeat nonsense health information. Then another expert repeats it because of it. Well, they want to be considered an expert. So it's a bunch of experts repeating, so-called experts, repeating nonsense so they could be deemed experts by their fellow experts. So 
Bill Mitchell says, expert opinion. He defines it as cherry-picked evidence used to support a preconceived conclusion. Yep, pretty much true right there. I want to go into another, another scare tactic out there. This was ripped apart on... Uh, so yeah, guys, don't blindly follow experts, especially when most experts today are just blindly following one another. Uh, yeah. So from Reddit, what is this here? It says, coronavirus doctor says lung, lung scans were for young. Okay. So this is about the FUD you've heard about young people had horrifying uh, lung scans. Okay. So here we go. Okay, I've heard a lot about permanent lung damage, and I don't mean to be reductive, but this was based on a finding with a sample size of 12, and normal severe flu patients have markable lung damage months to years after, but they normally recover. Is there any more evidence that it's permanent or especially widespread? So again, you see scary pictures of people's lungs that are damaged from this virus. You don't see the same scary pictures of the people who had the same damage from flu, and then they eventually recovered. There is no, people are saying people are getting long-term damage on their lungs from this virus. Well, where's the long-term? The virus, how do you know what their, their, their lungs are going to be like in a, in a year or two years? It's, you know, people, when people get severe flus, the same thing happens. Uh, someone says, not a doctor, but to my knowledge, no. There have been citations of varying, usually poor quality, indicating that in some cases of hospitalized younger, uh, which is which in this context usually means under 50 approximately, younger people, there is lung damage. Some more sensationalist articles have used the word permanent, but it's too early to know that with any amount of academic certainty. So again, they define young people as under 50. And then they define, per, they use the term permanent when they don't know what permanent is. Again, the, the flu damages people's lungs too, but you don't shut down the whole world, okay? Uh, however, we know that the virus kills primarily through phenomena, you know, which obviously is not exclusive Pneumonia, I call it pneumonia, <laughs> through pneumonia, which obviously is not exclusive to that disease. In non-virus pneumonia cases, reduced lung function lasting months, occasionally over a year, is somewhat common, but is not permanent in an overwhelming proportion of cases. Okay, okay, so guys, people get sick with the flu. People get sick with pneumonia. They have temporarily damage. Their lungs look scary in pictures, and then they recover. So don't use this. Don't use the scary pictures of a couple people to say we should shut down the whole world and that this is much more risky than it really is because a 47-year-old has damaged lungs, and you don't, you don't know his history. You don't know what he was doing. So, yeah, it seems like we're in a, in a fascistic uh, situation here in, in the uh, – the way the economy is being centrally planned right now, it's for the good of the state. Everything is for the good of the state. We're shutting, we're shutting down private industry and the government will pay you. You will work for the government, basically. Favorite 
businesses that the government like will be bailed out by the government and thus partnered with the government in the future. So this is this is very fascistic. This is this is fascism. It's for the good of the state. You, the, the government picks winners and losers. And uh, if, you, if you're a good company, they will give you money. If you're a good uh, uh, government supporting person, you will become a worker for them. What what a world! What a what a system! But people think this is good. People think uh, people think that's a, that's a good path. All right. Well, on that unhappy note, I will leave you on a happy note because, hey, we're not going to stay silent about this thing. It is it is ridiculous. Keep on calling out the people, the statists out there. Uh, and some people say it's a road to communism. It's a road to some. It's a a world. It's a road to extreme statism. And, and so many people are just being compliant and saying, "Oh, well, it's a it's an emergency." State state knows best, must be compliant, can't be defiant. If you're defiant, I'm going to uh, inform on you. Stronghand people, don't don't worry at all. Uh, spread the word about that uh, that treatment that that guy is looking into. That alone could just stop all this. It make all of all this financial nonsense just blow it out of the water. Everybody will be able to go to back to work. Everyone should be working right now. Is it, young people, people make it personal responsibility, people. If you're sick and you're old, lock yourself up. If you're young and you're healthy, come out and go run with me on the streets of LA, baby. Pound that like button. I will I will see you guys tomorrow. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Thanks a lot for being here. I know it looks like the, it, we we had a little uh, outage there. I hope it didn't I hope it didn't erase any of my good stuff at the, at the end. Pound that like button. I will see you uh, soon in the chat. Bye-bye.